wandering journo at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Buckle up to meet a great array of ordinary, everyday, incredible Australians. This podcast is brought to you by DM Podcasts, part of Diamantina Media, with more than 25 million downloads for a range of shows such as The Batuta Advocate and Chat 10 Looks 3. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and elders of the land on which we journey this week for streets of your town, the Baili, Gurang, Gurangurang and Tarabalang Bunda peoples. This week in Bundaberg on Queensland's central coast, a small but significant ceremony started to turn a long history of exploitation and shame around. Bundaberg Mayor Jack Dempsey took the step of becoming the first representative of any government in Australia to say sorry for blackbirding. It's the right of every nation to determine its own destiny. The colonial era, era was not kind to Vanuatu. The islands were exploited for their natural and human resources since the Spanish arrived in Santo in the 1600s. The British colony of Queensland was one of their exploiters in the 1800s and this continued into the early years of the Australian Federation. I'm referring to the practice of employing indentured labour in the cane fields. Today I wish to extend a sincere apology on behalf of the Bundaberg region community for the abuse which occurred in blackbirding people from Vanuatu and other Pacific Islands to work in the Queensland sugarcane industry. Our sugarcane industry was built on the backs of Pacific Island labour, along with much of our infrastructure that we see here today, such as rock walls which are still visible and used by the community. Although slavery was abolished in the British Empire at the time, the practice of forcing indentured labour into Queensland cane fields was equivalent to slavery and abhorrent. I sincerely regret the pain caused to families and communities in Vanuatu and other island nations. Our industries today rely on voluntary seasonal labour. This must always be a relationship based on respect, courtesy, fairness, and most of all, trust. It is now my great honour and privilege to raise with other members here the Vanuatu flag. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But even more important than his words was the reaction of the Australian South Sea Islanders in the audience. Many people were brought to tears as the Vanuatu flag was raised outside the council chambers alongside the Australian flag and the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander flag. They gathered and sang the Vanuatu national anthem after Mr Dempsey's speech.
Bundaberg is a land of riches, an agricultural powerhouse. It's one of the nation's most crucial food bowls, producing around a quarter of Australia's fresh produce. But that rich agricultural history was established on the backs of people trafficked to this country from Pacific Islands such as Vanuatu, the Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea. More than 62,000 of them were brought to Australia from the 1860s to the turn of the 20th century. Many were forcibly removed from their Pacific Island homes in a practice known as blackburning to work in appalling conditions on cane fields and cotton farms. Auntie Coral Walker, the president of the Bundaberg South Sea Islanders Heritage Association, knows the blackbirding history on a deeply personal level. Some of her relatives were stolen from the Epi and Tanna Islands in Vanuatu and brought to Queensland in the 1800s. As you heard this morning, it's a first and I'm very honoured and privileged to be here today to witness all the, all the speeches and the people that are here. It's finally being talked about and acknowledged how Bundaberg was built. Jake Dempsey's speech seemed really strong, very significant, yes, yes, talking yes, yes. about blackbirding, that it was slavery. Was that important for you to hear? Yes, because that's part of my era where, for my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother. Yes, because their, their part of their family were blackbirded over here. Yeah, so... Yeah, that, that has a lot of significance to me. Yeah. To hear that acknowledged was a really significant day. Yes, yes, yes. And I think I, I, I was sad yesterday because I think about the atrocities that they had to go through when they were stolen off the islands and put in the ships. They were conned up with, with, with whatever the, the ship piece people conned them up with and they were brought over here and they didn't know where they were going to live, what kind of food they were going to eat. So I think of them atrocities. I'm very sad. I was sad yesterday for that. Can you tell us about the organisation that you're with now so that you've still got that presence here supporting uh, islanders who are working out here, is that right? Yes. My, my, my perspective is to build up the South Sea Island grounds at 46 Johnson Street because when we first got the grounds, it was all bush, and my mothers and my brothers and my uncle, Uncle Hobie Tanner, and other other elders like um, Kingsley Forrester and uh, Bob Salam, they all helped clean that land. And have you ever been there? No, I'd love to it's, see it's, it. It's a lovely Ooh. piece of land that the council had had given us to look after well, to be wonderful. caretakers. And so we hope to go forward over there. Mm. So we have an AGM next month. So, yes. Right? It's yes. like a place you can gather and, and talk about your community and your history. Yes. yes. We have lots of events there. We have um, weddings, parties, um, wakes, sad to say, after yeah. funerals. Yeah. And um, we do have funerals there too, so we have lots of events there. Mm. Yeah. But having your own space together, it's yeah, important. It's, yeah, it's very important to us Australian South Sea Islanders. Ezekiel Nagus and Nathan Tanner stood at the back of the ceremony behind dozens of people gathered to watch the flag raising. Wonderful for the community. For the um, community. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that, um, you know, we only used to, before used to maybe the Aboriginal flag and the Australian flag, and especially in, you know, for what the South Sea Island people have done, in, um, in the, especially in Queensland, you know, with the, um, with the cane industry especially, and, you know, Bundaberg one of the significant areas where, mm -hmm. where it all happened. And it's great to see that now they, 
like they're flying the Australian flag here, which, you know, it's a bit of respect, which is wonderful, you know, and I don't think the South Island people get that much respect for the stuff that they did, you know, back in the day, and, and it's a shame because I know that, you know, people don't even know that there's a, there was a slave here in, in, in Australia, you know, and people just, you know, are amazed that when they find out, they said, we know nothing about this, you know, but this is a bit of recognition for the people. Yeah, a bit of recognition, no, that's, that's for sure. Good to see, Ezekiel. Bit, bit, yeah. bit of recognition, yeah. Especially and, for uh, the older people, blokes like Zeke, yeah. he's been around a lot older. Yeah, and this is more, coming more forward now than the last 20, 30 years, we never see this. It used to be all, especially in this park here, this is Bus Park in Bundaberg. Yeah. Yeah, Central Park, and uh, uh, yeah, we always see the Aboriginal flag, but not the Southie flag. Oh, and, I can uh, see that means a lot to you. Yes, yes, for, especially for our fathers, like Nathan's father and my father, and today we see these three flags. Yeah, ask questions. With our young people, or, or any people, the, the white community, they say, oh, these three flags. Are, well, What's the middle we, one there? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we're, making a, we're yeah. making a mark, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I'm 70, and uh, it's, it's good to see this, because uh, for, for 60 years, uh, a lot of 10 years, yeah, a lot of a lot of changes happen in Bundaberg, with with our white community, Bundaberg itself, the Aboriginal community. There's a lot of organisation within the community now, whereas way back there was only the, the one one tribe that we sort of knew. Mm. Yeah, and because there was a um, Tausi community, but it was never heard of. Yeah, it was never heard of. Because I suppose you know, like the families. Married into Aboriginal families, so we you know you find a lot of South Sea probably families have got Aboriginal um, bloodlines with the, with the kids and things like that because you don't really you know in them days you weren't allowed to marry a white person or anything. So obviously the Aboriginal yeah. woman was yeah. a woman that was you know South Sea people in Aboriginal would marry into you know, and it's just like the recognition was never ever there. It was just that you had to be an Aboriginal before to get anything at all, any assistance, any grants or anything at all. And you couldn't state that you're a South Sea Aboriginal, you had to say you're an Aboriginal yeah. South Sea. Yes, it wasn't recognised for some There's no recognition. And something mm. like this is what we need. You know, you need the people mm. to start asking yeah. questions and asking why were these people not, you know, not, I'm not compensated, not the, I'm not looking for money or anything, but you know, yeah. you gotta be recognised for what yeah. we achieved and what we've done in this community, you know, it was a slave trade. No one loves slave trades, but the thing is, it's a fact. Mm. And it should be taught, not only just to people in the community, but to schools. Taught in schools as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so from, the, from the end of the 18th century, when they brought our forefathers here, the people were bought here, and um, they, they were left here, see? And to a period of time, to just like uh, 10, 20 years ago, it was stagnant, it was like that saying. There was no recognition. You know, the slaves were bought here, and from the 18th century, or end of the 18th century, till only 20, 30 years ago, to become recogn recognition here. Mm. Yeah. And they said they took a lot of them back, but you know, there was a lot of talking that was going around. They were dropped at different. That's why you probably find a lot of islands off Australia, you find the South Sea Island people, because a lot of them were just dropped at that island. Yeah, where A lot of them didn't even make islands, you know, but the thing is, you know, a lot of people had to hide here. A lot of people hid away because they didn't right, want to go yeah. back because of the stories they heard. Some got land. Some are good enough to be able to apply land and start cane fields. Maybe up north a lot. Mm. You see, there's a lot of some South Sea Island firms that got uh, cane uh, lands in it. But 
a lot of them just stayed here and just and, and you know it was just sort of coming from another country. Mm. All they knew was just to work just out. Planted here, there was no recognition in this country until, like I said, only 10, 20 years ago. Was it how important was it for you to hear the mayor actually acknowledge that it was a slave well, trade? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, to hear him say that, yeah, our, our mayor. Yeah, that's the first time you probably first anyone's time, actually got to acknowledge that, that, you know. Um, yeah, I've had wonderful. issues. I've had issues through school through my kids, and that oh, they were teaching them yeah. stuff that they've had from the archives and books that they only know yeah. was about. They were brought over here to work, you know. And I said, "There's no bought anything over. They were slaves." <laughs> You know, and I just told them that I don't want you teaching my kids something that they've been taught different from their ancestors, you know. No, and, no. They just said, they, and they were apologetic. They just said, all we know, mm-hmm. and it's all written in books, is what yeah. we're reading. And then I just said, well, that book's wrong. Now, 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 with that little part there, Nat said about teaching, when I was in grade three, and the class of 40 kids or something, and I, I had the most embarrassing thing happen to me in all my life. I'll never forget it. And I'm sitting there, and the, the teacher was saying, uh, there was uh, island people, South Sea people, I remember them days, come over for the cane. I remember her saying, I'm not in grade three, but I can remember. And you can see come up to me, and he said, look at curly hair. And all other kids, <laughs> you know, mainly white kids, and they were all straight hair, and I felt so embarrassed. Mm. And I never, I went home and I didn't tell mum and that. Mm. And that, I, I held that with me for years and years. Uh, how to feel <coughs> embarrassed when the teacher done that? Mm. And she said, "He's like from the one of the island, the island that come over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I was embarrassed because they were looking at me, and I'm the one out because I'm only a kid. See, mm. I couldn't express something. I never ever told my mother and father, and I've, I've uh, kept that thing in there, you know. So the sorry today was a long time coming, but, yes, yes. but, but when, very when, important. When I hear different oh. things, that thing, it, it, it's like a wave that it, oh. it re- releases, it go, goes through, you know. Mm-hmm. I can go through, yeah, inwardly with, with a lot of things, you know. And, and then my mind now thinks about my children, me, me grandchildren and me great-grandchildren. James Deterre is from the Vanuatu island of Ambram. He was chosen to attend the ceremony on behalf of the Vanuatu government, thanking the mayor for setting such a strong precedent by his apology and signing a sister city agreement. I've been here uh, for two years. Yes. Uh, I've work, I'm working now, currently working on the farm in Vandenberg. Your speech today was really moving, I have to say, and you had some French, some all sorts of languages in there. Can you tell us about that and how important that was to have all those languages included? We are quite, quite diverse in Vanuatu. I am speaking my dialect on Ambram, and uh, I speak Pishlama. Je parle moi-même le français, and I can speak as well the English. In Vanuatu, how well known is the, the blackbirding history here in Bundaberg? How important was today for people in Vanuatu as well? I am really proud to be part of this uh, community. And now I am in Bundaberg because I feel I'm related to Bundaberg because I have a good history and people in Vanuatu know how their people were taken here and work here for the development of Australia. And uh, though there have been some adversity, but we are proud that we have built Australia to this level where we can reconnect and move forward. So the sister city arrangement is a very important symbol for that? 
is a new step uh, and a new vision for the two cities to uh, envision what that can be best for the next generation. Was it important also to hear the mayor say sorry today? We felt very connected with mayor saying sorry and uh, I, I know Australia people have a lot of heart for Vanuatu and uh, they have said sorry we, we feel we have reconciled a few things today and can move forward with that sorry. Uh, Mr. Dempsey, the mayor of Vandenberg, have said. Do you hope that families may even reconnect some of the people who were brought to Bundaberg? Certainly, they will reconnect and some they have already. I congratulate them. Um, but uh, there is still more to go and we uh, think there is more development. And when things get back to, to normal, families to families will reconnect. Yes, those post-COVID times, we all look forward to those, don't we, when people can reconnect. We can't wait to see you coming to our place so we can <laughs> reconnect. Uh, we have lovely places, lovely islands, lovely waters for you to enjoy. Please come and we'll reconnect. And I suppose it shows too that the people of Vanuatu never forgot the people who were taken even though they, it was so long ago. Yes, because we can trace down our history and found there's a cap in family lines and we know there must be some way and we are glad uh, you have uh, recognised them here too. They're somewhere here and we know we'll catch up with them. Afterwards, the gathered crowd went inside for a special celebration. Mayor Jack Dempsey looked around and told me how privileged he felt to be able to take this step for the region. He says he now hopes other towns established on blackbirding labour, such as Mackay and Townsville, will take his lead to make similar apologies, not only to recognise what happened in the past, but to ensure good ties with these countries going forward. It's a historical day for Australia and Vanuatu, as well as the Bundaberg regional community and uh, to celebrate it here on Vanuatu Independence Day is also a significant moment and on Wednesday I had the privilege uh, as representing the council from mayor to mayor with uh, Mayor Peter Paddy, the mayor of Luganville to sign a sister city relationship, the first also of its kind in Australia uh, between a between Australia and and, uh, and Vanuatu. So there's been a lot of historical occasions that have happened this week and what it does certainly sets a platform of uh, increased uh, respect uh, as well as uh, trust and hope going forward. And we, we certainly understand the, the uh, atrocities that have happened in the past. Uh, people uh, were certainly, while slavery across the world uh, was uh, being ostracised. The uh, indenture of labour here in Queensland continued on our cane fields and the many tens of thousands of people that were taken by not being told the truth to here to Queensland and across Australia that have died and laid in unnamed graves across our community but the whole of Queensland and as a state and as a nation and as an industry we uh, have to recognise that to say sorry and that was particularly today was uh, a first in saying sorry to uh, what's happened in the past but also making sure that we can educate people and you only have to look at the smiles and faces of the people from 
uh, Ni Vanuatu or Santos uh, here today and they are the same faces in our community and uh, it's wonderful to see everyone coming together. This must hold a lot of significance for you as well, growing up in the region and seeing how attitudes have changed and people being acknowledged for what's happened. Look, uh, it certainly does and uh, we see many things that have happened across, whether it be the Bundaberg region or the state and the nation uh, from the past and just because it happened in the past, it sh we shouldn't just leave that in the past and we as uh, an educated community and here as the Bundaberg regional community it's the opportunity to say sorry. And not to say sorry as a word, but to actually then move forward with other actions. And that's important with the sister city arrangement, to be able to have other structures in place to look at how we can share cultures, how we can look at economic things, how we can look at uh, tourism, all these other things, and maybe things that we, do, we don't even know at the moment. But we, uh, we need to be able to, to do that. And, a, and a, uh, a big thank you to the High Commissioner of Vanuatu as well. So making that commitment going forward and not just looking at the past is important as well. That's, that's right and the, uh, the memorandum of understanding for the, for the sister city was very symbolic as a first and uh, here today on the Independence Day, 41 years, to uh, show the, the, the strength of the people of Vanuatu standing on their own two feet is very, very important and uh, here in Bundaberg we're a, we, we love our livability, our lifestyle. You see so much, not just you know we, the people, but we have the hard infrastructure that people, you know, blood, sweat, and tears uh, constructed. The the walls, the fish traps, the the lookouts, the swim structures, and there's many of these in other communities across Queensland. And I ask them, as their own communities, to take up the same opportunities uh, to uh, apologise and uh, and recognise the past, but also how we can work together. And I think we have many members from our uh, our First Nation here today. Today and the First Nations uh, in relation to uh, ensuring that uh, that First Nations cultural awareness, you know, past, present, future, uh, but also how those First Nations and and Vanuatu communities before colonialisation would have interacted in many other ways. Our symbol for Bundaberg is the turtle, and the same turtles hit the shores of Vanuatu for millennium, thousands of years and nature and other people not structured by agreements have been doing this in the past but uh, today really gives us an opportunity to uh, to be able to go forward. Well thank you Mayor, I know speaking yeah. to some of the people outside yeah. hearing you call it slavery and not just indentured labour was so significant. Yeah. yeah, no thank you and thanks for the opportunity. That was Bundaberg Mayor Jack Dempsey talking about the way forward for Bundaberg after his historic apology for blackbirding, closing this episode of Streets of Your Town. Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, aka The Wandering Journo, with production assistance from Michael Adams. 
that's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. If you'd like to meet more everyday, incredible Australians, subscribe and listen to the back catalogue of Streets of Your Town, including Series 2, The Journo Project, on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please review and rate Streets of Your Town on your podcast provider, share the show with your mates, or join my wandering journo tribe of supporters at the Streets of Your Town website, soyt.substack.com. Thank you.